Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Something About Web 3. My name is Dan, I'm here with Kazuaki. Hello. Does it show you the countdown when we start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That was cool. so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Riverside. Not a sponsor. We started using that app instead. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can thank them for the audio quality. Um, probably. Also our... <laughs> nice microphone setup it's been a couple weeks our apologies since we've had the show been busy with life everyone in my house got covid that was fun um nobody (laughs) died though so that's good (laughs) that's great yeah well everyone in japan had covid as we reported on the last episode of the show if you remember it was like one out of ten people in tokyo had covid or something like that Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it, it got into my house too. I didn't get it somehow. Um. But uh. Anyway, we're back, <laughs> <laughs> and a lot has happened. A lot of things that I didn't think were going to happen, and I think there's a lot to talk about. We've reported a lot on ETH 2.0. I don't know if reported is the right word. <laughs> Makes it sound like we're journalists or something. But um, we've talked about it a lot. And now I think there's a lot of new questions around tornado cash and staking and slashing and all that kind of good stuff. Also today, we're going to be talking about Canadian regulatory changes Canada loves to just do random stuff, it seems like. It seems to be the thing they're into lately. Freezing bank accounts, messing with your crypto, whatever. Um, dressing up like Aladdin for Halloween. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Justin know. Trudeau. Oh, okay. <laughs> always wearing racist costumes. Oh, yeah. that shit's too funny um and then what else uh fdx is becoming the bad guy everyone's favorite weird looking crypto ceo sam bankman freed um i feel like everyone loves this dude but now today i'm seeing the first wins of people not liking him Hmm. Because they are starting to freeze people's accounts, a la Coinbase, depending on their chain analysis. Yeah. Um, do you think, is chain analysis a brand name or is it a, just a term for doing blockchain analysis? It's like Kleenex. No, I think it's a brand name. Oh, no? it's just a brand name? Yeah. Okay. I'll say blockchain analysis then, because I don't know if they actually use chain analysis. Um, anyway, that's on today's show, so stay tuned for all that. I kind of want to save the Tornado Cash stuff for the end. Don't turn off the podcast, though. We'll get through the other stories mm-hmm. quickly. Um, what, do you, what do you think of this uh, rally for ETH in particular, I think? And then... Also, now meme stocks are coming back. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Is the uh, U.S. dollar's 
domination of all other assets coming to an end. I guess the Fed is getting a little bit more dovish. Yeah. Um, so they're going to lower rates. Well, the rates are, they're not going to lower rates, but they're going to slow down raising rates. Mm. And now Bed Bath & Beyond, famous American chain of big box stores that sells pillows, lotions. What else do they sell? You know Bed Bath & Beyond, right? Yeah. You know uh, I guess stuff for the bath <laughs> and beyond. <laughs> Just a bunch of crap. Uh, their stock is up like several hundred percent for, because because i guess the guy who owns GameStop bought yeah a bunch of bed bath and beyond stock so meme stocks are yeah. back and um probably dogecoin and yeah. all that crap elon yeah. inu yeah uh anyway <laughs> but is it a bear market rally or is the bottom in I mean, this would be a very quick bear cycle, in my opinion. Very quick. The bull cycle seemed kind of quick, too, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty bullish on the um, havening kind of charts. Yeah. Not so much the stock to flow and, and all that stuff, but I do like that the havening. And so we're kind of far away from the havening. The next Bitcoin difficulty, uh, it's not a difficulty spike. It's a rewards being cut in half. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of of the opinion that this is a bear market rally, but I'm, I've been hearing from people that I like and I trust that uh, towards the end of the year, people are going to start cycling back into assets like stock and crypto. That seems reasonable. I think right now is a little bit early. I don't know. Do we go lower again? Oh. Do you think Bitcoin goes down 17, 15K? In a short time, I, I guess, yes. But Yeah, then you think this they, is just a blip? Yeah, yeah. And then, but they're going to go back again soon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. What's Bitcoin at today? 23 or something like that? Yeah, oh, 22. Down 3% today. Oh, wow. So. Ethereum down to 1700 oh. um, Solana, $36. Poor Solana. Wow. Everyone getting wrecked. Yeah. Shiba Inu at point zero 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 one two nine. Anyway. So much uncertainty in the markets. You know, all over the place. Yeah. Uh, all the all the alt layer ones continue to be racked. Um, you know, still feels like bear market to me. But I guess I mean there's opportunity here for um, people to start DCA, DCAing in dollar cost averaging. Uh, from now, I think until whatever the actual bottom is maybe towards the end of the year or sometimes there's like a Christmas dump, right? Because people are doing like tax loss harvesting or locking in gains or whatever so that they can pay their taxes or buying Christmas presents or whatever. 
So that's that's my non-financial advice prediction. Maybe around Christmas would be good. Personally, I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. But ETH ETH doing so well before the merge. I think if you look at the ETH BTC chart, ETH yeah. is dominating. Because yeah. ETH was down to almost a thousand, right? Mm-hmm. And then it went up to two thousand. I think this past week. You know, so hundred percent gain. Pretty yeah. pretty good for a <laughs> shit coin yeah. like ETH. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and also it's great because the ETH gas price is so low still. Right, right. So I can all my my free NFTs that I get for being a Milady holder. I only have to pay five dollars to to actually mint them on the contract, which is nice. Oh, nice. So anyway, speaking of NFTs, the new hot nft site pseudo swap have you heard of it have you checked it out no it is um a new paradigm in nft sites they call they're basically uniswap for nfts very similar to nftx in that there's liquidity pools for the nfts but probably the most interesting part or one of the reasons they're getting so much traction is that they do not do royalties. So OpenSea, all the other sites, they have royalties, they have fees. Um, I guess PseudoSwap doesn't have any of that. It's completely decentralized, free, non-custodial NFT marketplace with no fees. And that includes the creator royalties. Normally, you would hard code into the contract a royalty as part of the NFT standard, 5% or whatever. Usually, I think it goes somewhere between two, two and ten percent. So when you when you um, sell an NFT on OpenSea, OpenSea charges you a fee, and then you get you pay a royalty fee to the person who created the NFTs. But PseudoSwap doesn't do that; they just transfer the NFT. So there's no royalty fee, which is cool. You save money. It's bad for the creator, but. Um, is that going to be a sustainable competitive advantage? Because you can't go any lower unless you start paying people to trade NFTs on your platform, which I guess kind of looks rare does. Um, but yeah, pseudo swap. Everyone's over there. Everyone's providing liquidity. Um, also, there's a... I didn't, I didn't put the story in the notes here, but there is a... NFT lending marketplace. Do you know what's called Bend or something like that? Mm-hmm. Bend the Dow. Bend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bend the Dow. Bend Dow. Dot Bend XYZ. Excuse me. Um, they allow you to do all kinds of like NFT DeFi stuff with like really aggressive health levels and lending limits and stuff like that so if you want you could deposit your mutant ape and then you could take out i think 30 or 40 percent of the floor price of mutant apes as a collection as a loan so kind of like ave or something like that but with nfts which is quite cool however we aren't in a bear market 
And so there have been some liquidations on Bendow of apes. And so now people are starting to freak out because, you know, with any asset, if it's not that liquid, like what's the worst that could happen, right? Like if the floor falls out of an NFT, okay, it might recover very quickly, right? Mm. But once you start adding all this liquidity to make trading these NFTs cheaper and you start having these like automated markets with liquidators and things like that, you could see the floor price completely collapse as it starts to cascade. One person's ape gets liquidated. The There's a bot that automatically does the liquidation on chain and also sells it in the same transaction, right? Thus lowering the floor price. The floor price gets lowered. A bunch of new apes become available for liquidation. Bots go get those. They dump immediately, right? Because these bots that are doing liquidations and stuff like that, or people who are doing liquidations, they're not looking to hold the NFT like an actual NFT owner is. They just want to get it and dump it, you know? So... I'm seeing I'm seeing here that there's 50 almost 60 million dollars worth of um NFTs on Bendow that are being used as collateral. And so that's quite a bit of liquidations if you had 60 million dollars worth of NFT liquidations. You know? Cuz these things aren't that liquid except maybe for this site NFTX PseudoSwap. Mm. Um you know, kind of like what happened with Celsius and stuff like that. Yeah. The, the, like, the more sophisticated the tools get to to access liquidity for these assets, the more likely crazy big market shifts can happen. Because these, t- these tools make it easy for price to go up, price to go down. Um, so anyway, I guess I wouldn't mind. I'll buy. I'll buy one if it goes to one ETH. I'll buy an ape, mm, just for the too. culture. Yeah. <laughs> I saw other side was like uh, less than <clears throat> less than two ETH now. Oh yeah. Or other deed. What I don't know. What is it called? Other side. <laughs> other side. Right? Other, other side. side is the app, and other deed is the NFT. <laughs> I don't even know. Um. Hmm. I, want, I want one. I still want one. Oh, 1.6 floor price. Should I buy it? That's the <laughs> cheapest I've ever seen. What? Ape? Oh, no, no. Other other deed. Oh, other deed? Oh. Yeah. I don't know. 1.6? You know, it seems when it was when it was like 3 ETH, I was like, that seems cheap. And now it's at 1.6, yeah. and I'm like, that seems yeah. expensive. <laughs> If it had a yeah. coda, I would buy uh, it. I, th- I think there, there's a more room to go down. Always, right? Yeah. <laughs> These look nice, though. I mean, there's some, they got the buildings and all that crap. Yeah, that one looks dope. I'm going to buy this one. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for next week where I talk about, okay, cool. where I shill my cool. other deed bags. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> nice. 
Anyway, so that's pseudo swap. Now we'll get into the the nitty gritty of um, what the hell's been happening this week. A one of our one of our comrades is in jail. Mm. Kazwaki, they've arrested yeah. one of us. Oh yeah. Where where was this person at? Netherlands. Netherlands. Shh. Never go to the Netherlands. It seems chill because you can mm-hmm. smoke weed, right? Yeah. But actually, it's where America likes to put people in jail without having to go through American laws. Mm. Like Julian Assange, right? Didn't he get oh, caught up yeah. in, in uh, Netherlands? I guess so, yeah. Yeah, don't go to Netherlands. You'll end up in a oh, wow. South American uh, embassy for a decade. Oh, yeah, yeah. But anyway. Ecuador or somewhere. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you grow a crazy beard. Mm-hmm. And uh, then everyone forgets about you. Poor Julian mm-hmm. Assange. Um, anyway, Tornado Cash Dev arrested, jailed for we don't know what, right? Mm-hmm. Did, did they even say what they arrested him for? Uh, I, I saw know. a lot of speculation. I, mm-hmm. I guess for money laundering or enabling money it, laundering. allegedly. Yep. Because he created Tornado Cash. A lot of people are saying Tornado Cash, um, the reason that you would get arrested is because they did issue a token. So maybe if they hadn't issued a token, mm-hmm. I don't know, but... Anyway, and I think there's a fee to use Tornado Cash, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, Tornado Cash, sanctioned by the U.S. government. The first time ever a Ethereum address, a blockchain address, has been added to the OFAC list, the Office of Foreign Assets it Controls, something like that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, joining the ranks, Tornado Cash now, joining the ranks of Kim Jong-un... <laughs> Um, Iranian people, Castro's brother. I don't know who else is on this list. <laughs> a bunch of criminals. Yeah. Foreign heads of state of the axis of evil, as George Bush liked to say. <laughs> and now Tornado Cash is on there. What does this mean? U.S. citizens are not allowed to use Tornado Cash. If you use it, you're violating sanctions, which I think calls for a 30-year jail sentence <laughs> for violating the OFAC list. So, do not use Tornado Cash if you're a U.S. citizen. Why did they do this? I don't, I'm not even sure if they know why. Um, it does seem kind of short-sighted. I guess the reason that they stated semi-publicly... Well, first they stated that Tornado Cash was run by North Korea. Did you see that? No. Yeah, the um, some idiot, I forget who, some U.S. government moron, tweeted something about Tornado Cash being run by North Korea. And then he deleted the tweet. <laughs> um, how, how North Korea can run Tornado Cash? Pro- I have no providing idea. a front-end server or whatever? I don't know. Yeah, they were, they were the one they were hosting the IPFS noon. Oh wow! No, that's not true. <laughs> what he, what he, what he, what they actually meant was that North Korea had used Tornado Cash because that is oh, true. I, I'm I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, 
whatever that what what is that big hacking group that's supposed to be from North Korea? Ah, uh, I forgot their name. Yeah. Some, anyway. Yeah. They had done a bunch of high profile hacks for hundreds of millions of dollars. And yeah. they always use Tornado Cash, right? Yeah. Well, Tornado Cash has the most liquidity. If you're listening to this and you don't know what Tornado Cash is, it's like a um it's a box where you put money in a bunch of people put money in it and then it gets all mixed around and then you could take the money out. But um because because you wait a certain amount of time, there's more people putting money in it all the time, you don't necessarily it disconnects the source and the destination of funds. So you can basically make a payment anonymously or you can send yourself money anonymously to start a new identity or you're doing a new project and you want you don't want there to be blockchain history tied to your personal account for like a new NFT project or something like that. I people are tweeting a lot of uses for something like this and it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit to try to get like liberal people to to think that Tornado Cash is good. <laughs> Have you seen these these hot takes? Oh, yeah. Like say you wanted to pay for an abortion with Ethereum but it's against the law in your country. You could use Tornado Cash. No one is paying for an abortion with Tornado Cash. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No one has ever done that. Okay. I know you're trying to get liberals to to, to, to like Tornado Cash. F- fair enough. But no one has ever done that. The real reason people use Tornado Cash is they're starting an NFT project or they're starting like a new DAP, an exchange, DeFi project or whatever. And they don't want the history of that contract creation to be tied to their personal account. Mm-hmm. Yep. By far, I think that's the most common use of Tornado mm-hmm. Cash. And you, yep. you could you could look on all these big DeFi protocols and stuff and just trace where the contracts came from. Almost all the time, they're funded by Tornado Cash. Um, all these same projects that are now blacklisting Tornado uh-huh. Cash had used it. So on, have they violated their own sanctions? I, I don't know. Um, but anyway, you know, it allows you to basically launder money um which which you know there's like i said legitimate reasons to to want to do that mm-hmm. um but also hackers use it all the time so that yep. they can get clean money so they can put it in exchanges and cash out so tornado cash now illegal to use for us citizens first time in history a piece of software has been added to these sanctions list like this it reminds me of back in the 90s when rsa encryption was sanctioned as weapons grade technology do you remember that yeah and by the u.s like, government uh, yeah all the all the uh, pgp yeah. yeah yeah there was a time if, if you're a zoomer there was a time that the u.s government made it illegal to travel to another country if you had encrypted and not even encrypted data but like encryption software with you mm-hmm. yeah and so like if you if you ever read um terms of service and like the user end user license agreement on like random stuff a lot of times you'll see there's a section in there about encryption because of those regulations which i always thought was funny um if i remember correctly there was a time that you couldn't buy the ps3 in a bunch of different countries because of this law because the ps3 used some playstation 3 really? used some kind of encryption yeah that like oh, yeah, if that, you yeah, yeah 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 that's true that that's why um george hot's jail hot could uh, oh yeah the P- playstation i think it was two i guess mm-hmm. oh, it was the ps2 yeah. yeah 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 so there's a little that's internet true. history for you 
What's 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 he up to, George Hotz? He's he's running a company called uh My AI in San Diego. Oh nice. Yeah, self driving car. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Um anyway, so so yeah, so so now we're back at that point again where software is illegal. Great. Mm. So make sure to print out the tornado cash source on a t-shirt oh yeah I, i'm sure someone did it already oh yeah i'm sure yeah. i'm sure people used to do that with the um what RSA. was it the the dvd yeah the rsa stuff but also there was the um decss key hmm. do, you, do you remember oh, that yeah, yeah it was yeah, like yeah. some master encryption key for all mm-hmm dvds right what was it for yeah. dvds yeah mm-hmm. um way back in the day you like if you bought a dvd drive or like a device that could play dvds they were paying the manufacturer was paying a license fee to somebody mm-hmm. and that license fee gave them access to this decryption key mm-hmm. but then eventually people hacked it and figured out what the key was um and then anyone was able to you know do whatever with dvds yeah um pff, what a dark time i can't believe we're going back to those dark <laughs> times so, so stupid um so anyway tornado cash is sanctioned and now all these different sites and exchanges are like banning you if you've used tornado cash um so then of course in order to get high profile people banned and only you could you can send as little as 0.1 eth through tornado cash so people started attacking other people's wallets you could you could basically like send someone point one ETH through Tornado Cash without them, without their consent, right? Mm-hmm. So people started doing that and getting all kinds of people banned. I guess OpenSea is allegedly banning people, FTX allegedly banning people, Coinbase allegedly banning people, Ave allegedly banning people. I think the only ones that I heard were allegedly not banning anyone was Curve. And mm. one other service. I can't remember what the other service was, but basically everyone else. Um, so good for Curve. I don't know where they're located. Um, but I guess it just goes to show you, like, um, and I'm guilty of this too. Like, we probably need to maintain anonymity as blockchain developers mm-hmm. going forward. One of us mm-hmm. got arrested. The rest of us are all being forced by you know, lawyers or whoever to and our, our VCs to um, start blacklisting people. Yeah. Um, USDC also immediately froze all their funds that were in Tornado Cash. So USDC, we've talked about many times on this podcast as being USDC bulls. I'm 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 about to go over to Rye now. Yeah. R A I. I guess Vitalik said that it was his favorite mechanism. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just collateralized with ETH, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So no wonder he likes it. Um, but also Dai has a huge percentage of its holdings in the MakerDAO vaults in USDC, right? Yeah. So Dai isn't any better. Really rough times across the board, uh, for everyone in crypto and DeFi. I don't know. I mean... 
what what where do we go from here kazuaki this is this is bad news and this is this is going to hurt the merge this is going to hurt so many things so so, so I know. what do we need to be doing going forward so this doesn't happen again um i'm not really sure because like you know like we've been we've been worked on like same you know anonymity technology yeah right we're before, next right? so um I don't know. We, we we should just being add on to to develop all the all the privacy related tools. I guess so. Yeah. I I really thought you know we could be public because it's just like we're developing open source software. Like that's mm-hmm. totally legal. It's freedom of speech, right? Yeah. It's not like we were using it for anything. Mm-hmm. But but apparently that's not true anymore. Yeah. So do, now we have to think, go and on. Do you think they they the devs? wouldn't get arrested if if they don't issue governance token. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's what people are saying. But also, who knows who these people who are saying this are? They could It mm-hmm. could be like federal agents saying that. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't trust anyone now. Right, right. Hey, fellow blockchain devs, um, you know, probably Tornado Cash wouldn't have gotten arrested if they hadn't done an ICO. Um mm-hmm. So, you know, you guys are good to go. If, as long as you don't do an ICO, like, you could just develop in public under your real name. I think it's fine. Everyone else thinks it's fine, oh, right? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All my friends at the FBI think it's fine. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, I don't trust anybody anymore, man. It's it's crazy. Yeah. And but people, what, now what people about, are saying, like, Monero and uh, Zcash, yeah. like, mm-hmm. probably are illegal to use. So stupid. Yeah. What are you going to say? Well, what about the person who created like CoinJoin on the on the Bitcoin? Yeah, are they, they should get be careful. Samurai yeah. wallet, right? Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. I feel like those people aren't U.S. based, mm. but that doesn't necessarily help you, right? Because yeah. this person got arrested in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, CoinJoin. <sighs> Zcash, Zcash, yeah. Monero, yep. the ZK roll-up stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean that's done for scalability, but mm-hmm. but still, they could come still. out and say, "Guess what? Zero knowledge technology is illegal." <laughs> oh, <laughs> they wow. could just say that. It's gonna be. <laughs> they could just say that. Oh wow. Uh, or you need a license to use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we're headed. In a way, though, I'm kind of glad they did it now. I think now was was a, a really dumb time for them to do it because it's it's crypto winter and like all the devs now are just going to be like, "Fuck this! We got to solve this problem at the root oh, yeah. so that this can't oh, happen yeah. again." Mm-hmm. And now, like next year, you're going to see um, like Z, zk EVM change where you don't get to see anything. Mm-hmm. You don't get to see anything. All you can do is prove something. And and the oh, yeah. block explorer is freaking empty. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And then what are they going to do? Because that technology didn't really exist when Bitcoin was created. Right. Even though Bitcoin isn't that old, the leaps in cryptography have been huge since Bitcoin's release. Mm-hmm. So many more people are interested in the space, I think. And so if you have the ZK um, EVM and and zero-knowledge DeFi stuff, 
forget about it. It's it's they're not going to be they they still can't look at Monero. Right. And Monero isn't even zero knowledge. Monero hasn't been cracked. Um, mm. Monero uses like, like an older cryptography, right? Ring pool. Yeah. So, um, I I don't know that much about the ring cryptography, but mm. it's my understanding. Obviously, that's like less sophisticated, mm. but it works. Obviously, it works because yep. they haven't cracked it. Um. Anyway, so this is my this is my uh, call to all my fellow blockchain devs. I think we all need to go anon now, and we need to start thinking more about um, privacy, zero knowledge, yep. and you know, we tried to play nice with the U.S. government, and now they're arresting people. So, fuck that. Um, what's going to happen with ETH two point now? Have you seen people talking about this? No. Say someone say say you're staking ETH and you're running a node, right? Mm-hmm. And you're in the U.S. So there's a transaction in the mempool that um, is using Tornado Cash. Are you allowed to include that in a block? Yeah. Probably not, right? Probably not. Well, that's okay. You could just ignore it. That's what, mm-hmm. people in Bitcoin have like blacklists where if they see mm-hmm. a transaction in the mempool, they ignore it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fine. You could do that. It works great in proof of work. The problem is in proof of stake, you have to um, ratify blocks produced by other people. Mm-hmm. That are, and it, if they're valid, you have to say that they're valid. You can't say it's invalid if it's actually a legit block mm-hmm. with with ETH two point right? Yeah. So someone else broadcasts. A block that has tornado cash in it and you you're sitting there as a us-based staker with your node you have two options you can ratify the block ratify is not the right term what, what do they they call it when you agree to a block in proof of stake oh i don't know yeah well you, you can look at the block say it's all good rebroadcast it mm-hmm. become complicit in a money laundering cr- crime violate U.S. sanctions, go to jail for 30 years. Or you could take the penalty and get slashed and lose, I think it's like 1% of your um, stake for Mm. refusing to validate a valid block. Uh, Because you're basically, it's like you drop out of the network uh, unannounced. It's like if you lost internet on your your, um, node, right? You get yeah. penalized for that. So there's your two options. So I don't think you're allowed to stake in the U.S. now, in my opinion. Yeah. Is that, how is it possible? That's crazy. Yeah. That's really crazy. Um, I saw Coinbase. I think Brian Armstrong made some comment about how Coinbase would rather shut down ETH 2.0 staking. Oh, wow. Then have to implement some sort of blacklist solution for this. Really, the only solution, you'd have to fork Ethereum to block Tornado Cash. Yeah. yeah. Which is insane. People are talking about it, though, because why not? They they forked it before to mm-hmm. fuck with the individual address for the DAO hack. And that's why we have ETC. So, this, I mean, this throws a big wrench into the proof of stake 
and the merge and everything because proof of work doesn't have this problem. This problem specifically doesn't exist in proof of work because you could just not include it in the block. It's it's your right as an individual. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like ETH, <laughs> ETH 1.0 is like hyper-capitalist and ETH 2.0 is communist, right? Yeah, yeah. ETH 1.0, you have the right as an individual to disregard a transaction. Mm-hmm. ETH 2.0, you can't do that. You have to. Um, all transactions are equal, but some transactions are more equal than others, right? Mm. So something like that anyway so that's that's my thought on that makes me bullish for if 1.0 classic or whatever they're going to call the proof of work fork after this because it works guess what here's a problem i don't know if people talked about this before the merge before this happened it seems like someone would have but this is like I, i i hadn't thought of it but this is like a pretty serious problem with proof of stake yeah much easier for government to attack in a Mm -hmm. regulatory sense so bad news all around um so that's tornado cash Uh, kind of related now i'm getting a report today that ftx is freezing accounts that interact with high risk protocols so obviously Mm -hmm. tornado cash but um also aztec network has its own I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is or how it works, but its own kind of mixer. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it called? I forget. ZK Money. ZK Money. So yeah. another zero knowledge mixer. Mm-hmm. Tornado Cash is also a zero knowledge uh, application. Um, and uh, so FTX is freezing freezing accounts people who withdrew from their personal account into ZK Money. Which that doesn't even make sense. Mm. I could see you could you could like close someone's account if like the deposit into their account came from a mixer. Yeah, I feel like that's more valid. I I don't agree with it, but I think that's at least more valid. But if you're if you're mixing funds coming out of an exchange, there's a lot of valid reasons to do that. Yeah, a lot of valid reasons because you don't want people seeing what exchange your funds come from. It's big security risk. So, yeah. anyway, FTX I, allegedly is just blaming their chain analysis partners for this happening. So, mm-hmm. offloading the responsibility, saying, "Well, we don't do our own uh, transaction monitoring." So, you know, that's from our transaction monitoring partner. That's why you're banned. Great, fantastic. I got to look more into Aztec. Seem mm-hmm. seem cool, actually. Yeah. Do you know anything about it? Uh well I remember their name just because they they were work, work they have been worked working on the zero knowledge proof uh, mm-hmm. technology for a long time. Mm-hmm. But that I, I never used the zk dot money. No, of course not. Me neither. Um. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to check it out. I guess the zk roll up, but yep. privacy focused versus mm-hmm. scalability focused. So that's cool. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to check it out. Anyway. I, I've i used Tornado Cash, I think. I'm going to be honest. I think I did use it. Like, like way back in the day. 
mm-hmm. when it first came out. I think I just used it to try it to see what would happen. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think a lot of people did that, right? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I just I just sent money to myself through it. Oh yeah, like same address. You could do that. Yep. Um, I don't know. Am I in trouble now? <laughs> I didn't know. That's so stupid. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've definitely used Zcash and Monero <laughs> and all that stuff. So that's legal. Yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I buy all my drugs off the dark web. Oh yeah. You know, all all of my um, what is that stuff called? I buy I buy um absinthe off the dark web <laughs> with the, has the, has the wormwood poison in it still. Yeah, yeah. Cause you can't get that in Japan. You can only get the clean version. Oh yeah. So I have to use the dark web to get the good absinthe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ever drink absinthe? Uh, one time when I was in the like, yeah. Was it good? Yeah. Did you do it with the sugar and the spoon and everything? Oh like yeah. The fancy oh, setup? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Cause, cause like some, someone told me I could see, what is it called Tinkerbell or something? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That's what they say, but you have to drink the kind that's kind of like poison. Yeah, yeah. 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 Did you see it? No, no. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. stop it because like, oh, this is so bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so like, we we kind of stopped it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta stop before you start seeing Tinkerbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you're in trouble. <laughs> Yeah. Uh. Anyway, well, what else we got for today? Is that everything? Canada, fucking around. We talked about. Uh, we just talked about it at the beginning. Basically, Canada is yeah. now saying if you live in certain provinces, you can't buy more than thirty thousand dollars worth of crypto. Also, their milk comes in bags. I don't know if you know about that. Have you heard about that? Uh-oh. Oh yeah, in Canada, the milk. If you buy milk at the store, it comes in a bag. Like, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to take the bag and like put it into a pitcher, and then put the pitcher in your fridge instead of it coming in a carton. What? That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's true. So anyway, that also you can't buy more than thirty thousand dollars worth of crypto. So why do, why do they do that? I, I think Canada I is just like totalitarian fascist state at this point. Yeah, yeah. Literally using the financial system to attack their own citizens mm-hmm. <laughs> which uh, i mean i guess every country does to some extent but canada is just like so blatant about it it's really disgusting mm-hmm. so i'll add canada to the list of countries i'll never go to again yeah. um but they're, they're therefore unrestricted cryptocurrency which is ether and bitcoin and litecoin and bitcoin cash okay great so what why <laughs> i understand bitcoin is ETH, but why <laughs> litecoin the beast uh bitcoin cash well, yeah litecoin still has that reputation from okay back in the day of being silver you know bitcoin mm. is gold and litecoin is silver okay right you know right. kind of og crypto it's og yeah it's cheap Transaction fees are low. Yeah. Um, why else people like it? I have no idea. It's just it's just the OG. Yeah. yeah. It's OG. What's Litecoin at these days? I don't know. I mean, it's, I mean, it's fallen way out of the top market yeah. cap, right? 
Cause it used to be like number four yeah, or yeah, so yeah. all the time. All the time. Well, number 21, $56. Not that bad. Not that's bad. pretty good. That's really not oh. that low. To be honest. Yeah. So, yeah, Litecoin. I mean, Litecoin, like, does everyone on Litecoin use Lightning Network now? Oh, I don't know. Do they? I thought so. Hmm. I don't know. I need to get back into Bitcoin more. I've been way too into um, Web3. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the point of the show, but (laughs) (laughs) we should talk more about Bitcoin. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Um, And Lightning Network and crap like that. I don't Mm. know. I got to find out if people are actually using it. Hmm. I guess there's some metrics you can look up about Lightning Network, like how many how many millions of dollars are in the channels or whatever. Yeah. I think it's quite a bit. But I don't know if that's just an artifact of Bitcoin's price being twenty grand, so anyway. So yeah, there's Canada. You go, you, all your in Canada you're legally only allowed to buy Litecoin. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's funny. The Litecoin, Bitcoin, Ethereum and uh bitcoin cash yeah and then anything else you are limited to thirty thousand dollars what what do you think maybe they did that so that you're limited on monero and cash specifically Mm -hmm. like they could frame it as saying like oh we want to protect you from buying shit coins because it's dangerous and you're gonna lose all your money if you buy shiba inu elon doge harry potter coin but actually, they want to stop people from using Monero and Zcash. This would be a very smart way to do it, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's Canada. Only in some provinces, too. I don't know why that is. So if you're if you're listening from Canada, uh, send us a tweet and tell us we're being mm. stupid, and, and tell us why. Alberta, British Columbia, Manitoba, Quebec. You can you can do whatever you want. But if you live in the shittier parts of Canada. <laughs> uh, you're not allowed to buy buy shit coins so um anyway i think that's it for this week uh, we'll we'll keep you posted on merge and and tornado cash yeah. stuff definitely top of mind um you know i don't know maybe we might have to like shut down the podcast and start a new one and be VTubers and do use like a voice changer, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> so that, so that we're we're totally anon. Yeah. We have to buy some. Um, what was that VTuber NFT we covered? I forget what it was called. Uh, yeah. This is way back before. on our early yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. We might have to buy some of those. Oh, yeah. But we can't now because we, if we buy them, then we, everyone will be able to see it on the blockchain. We can't <laughs> use Tornado Cash to hide our yeah. new vtuber nft avatars yeah so there's another legitimate reason you're buying buying embarrassing anime nfts and you don't want anyone to know (laughs) you'd have to use tornado cash oh yeah you can't do that now everyone's gonna know that you're buying anime Mm. girl nfts (laughs) how embarrassing all right folks well that's it for this week uh we'll see you again probably not next week but mm, I don't know when. Sometime. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. Maybe it won't be on a Friday or something like that. But until then, yep. 
we don't we don't have a sign off line so we'll see you then all right bye everyone all right bye bye